podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back again. We're back Always again. Always the corn, the bright <laughs> side of life. You know what, Shiggs? <laughs> I decided after the game, because it was dead late and whatever, people have work and stuff, so I thought, the next day we'll do it. Then something came up yesterday, so we couldn't do it. And I thought, by tomorrow, the dust might have settled <laughs> and I might feel a bit better about it. Nah. I don't, mate, because i seen that Champions League draw today and I looked at the side we could have been on had we flipping got a result against Napoli and we're not there, mate. So, <laughs> how are you, Shiggs? Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the draw, but you know what it is? Like, it's... it's... I, I, when I saw the, I'm good. When I saw the draw, I was just like, oh mm. man, huge opportunity been... missed, mate. Yeah, but listen, the way let's be honest, the way we've played this season, we didn't deserve it. So it, it, it is what it is. We didn't deserve it. So yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I did see the draw. I tried not to. Uh get too involved with it because uh, as Shig said I don't think Liverpool deserve to be there any anyway no. but it is a bit of a disappointment because you know a couple of little goal swings here and there and you never know what happens but again I, I don't think I didn't dwell on it too much tried not to anyway no exactly and look I, I am saying in, in hindsight like we would have been on that side of the draw but that's for real most of those teams on that side probably would beat us this season um, so yeah I don't think there's much point like you say Reading too much into it, but guys, um, obviously we're here today to talk about Liverpool's uh, 1-0 defeat at the Bernabeu, 6-2 on aggregate. We're out of Europe officially. I mean, we I think me and Shiggs were on that page anyway. It was only Mohammed um, who seemed to have a bit of optimism, but um, <laughs> we haven't spoken to him since. I need him to answer for his crimes, giving me some sort of hope. Like, honestly, I started to like when Muhammad was speaking. I was thinking, you know what? He might, may, he might have a point if there's a goal nah. in the first 15 minutes. But Shiggs, let's just get straight into it. There wasn't anything in the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Bro, I knew nothing. we weren't winning this game, bro. I knew. Listen, ever since we did what we did to that Ancelotti, he's got a vendetta against <laughs> us, bro. <laughs> anytime he sees any type of red jersey. Is on site. <laughs> Sold us all, I said, bro, you gonna do this to me? He said, right, watch. Whenever I get them boys to the sword, and I, like, if it wasn't for Addison, they would have they would have won by a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, Elliot. Again, um, we were speaking about Liverpool need a quick goal. We need to start on fire. We need to kind of take the game to them instantly. How disappointing was you, mate, seeing the way we set up uh, that first 20-25? It was... I don't even know how to describe because I, I went into the game thinking, listen, it's going to be a miracle. But Liverpool have been capable of miracles under Jurgen Klopp in Europe. And if they're not capable, they're capable of giving it a go. And they look scared, that Liverpool team. And I've never seen a Jurgen Klopp team look scared. And it's kind of like, I know you have the Brighton and Wolves results earlier on a couple of months ago. And you kind of say, yeah, end of an era, end of an era. But I think that was the proper end of an era for me. A Jurgen Klopp team, Liverpool team in Europe, looking terrified to go at a team when they needed goals. I've never seen, we haven't seen that before, I don't think we can say. And I was more than disappointed. I just thought... Surely you go for it, and then in the first twenty minutes, as Jigs just alluded to, there was nothing there, and it's kind of almost like they were scared, and I've never seen that, and I was I was quite shocked to be fair. They just got beat five two, bro. They didn't want to. They didn't want to open up. I know, I know, I know, but I would have rather I would have rather Seedman get beat five two again because nah, go go for it, go for it. I'm not trying I, to see I'd that Arsenal scoreline again, 10-4. I know, I know, but <laughs> if there's, there's some sort of, you know, fight and desire, maybe it wouldn't have been, it probably wouldn't have been 5-2 again because it's a shock result, really, but I just yeah. think you've got to show something, especially when he goes 4-2-4, four, four. well, it's meant to be 4-2-4, four, four, but then he shoot, as I mentioned in the last podcast, he shoot on Gakpo in the midfield. I didn't understand it. It was awkward, it was strange, it didn't make sense to me. I just think he should have been a much more of a better plan 
or belief, just belief. There wasn't any. It was disappointing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope as my connection okay because I've got the Wi-Fi at the top. What's that? Am I lagging? Am I lagging yeah, a bit? Just like, just like the tad, yeah. yeah. That's how Liverpool were playing in the burnabout. <laughs> Chicks, just take over for one sec, yeah. Yeah, no problem, no problem, bro. Um, but yeah, no, it was. You, you know what it was, Elliot. The, the most disappointing thing for me was that I didn't. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm going into a tavern, but that Barca game. The more and more we got closer to the kickoff, the more and more I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." Yeah. And, but, but at no point did I get any type of uh, thing to say, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sort this out." Yeah. No I point. think it was a. There was a slight, there was a slight difference. I think, well, I say slight big difference. Anfield, Anfield is the biggest, the biggest thing for any sort of comeback, isn't it? So it's we're already on the back foot, but I think uh, five two, as I said, shock result. But I just wanted to see some sort of agency. The first ten minutes, you've got Trent putting balls out to play. You've got no sort of link up in the front. Yeah, I want to say front four, but you look at the average positions. Gapo is in the midfield position that Elliot's been in, and it's like why bother throwing him in there when he's not. He hasn't played there and shot has been rusty. I think it's 20, 29 games out of goal. I know he's been injured, but it's not good form. I don't know why I don't know why he threw him in. It, it just didn't add up to me. And then the performance, I just I was thinking, is there any point of really watching this? But yeah. No, I agree. And I think this is the this is the this is the important thing for me. I made a big thing but before the game in the morning. I woke up thinking, you know what, we are gonna go out tonight. I'm not deluded, I'm not that silly enough to feel like we can do this. But one thing I did say is I can take losing, right? I've been a Liverpool fan for a long time. We know how it feels to lose a run of games and we know how it feels to win a run of games. So it's like, I know how to, to take losing, no problem. But when it's losing, when you you kind of don't even try, you're 5-2 down, you don't even give any ounce of, you know, urgency, um, you know, dignity. There was nothing, there was no pride and these are all words that I've used to describe this team. This team has made me feel like, and this club has made me feel like the proudest fan in the world in the last yeah. five, six, seven years. Um, no one can talk to me about their club in the last five years because my club's done way more. But what I wanted to see in that game was at least try. And I'm not saying go all guns blazing to get absolutely yeah. battered like Shiggs. I know you're saying about the Arsenal, but just a, just not even a little bit more, just a lot more than what they showed. Um, the body language and Alison alluded to it, and I just want to I just want to get this quote up because I don't want to misquote uh, the great man. I will call him the great man because that's exactly what Alison Becker is. Uh, but Alison Becker um, said this: "I'm wearing the Liverpool shirt and I'm going to play against Real Madrid at the Santiago Bernabéu. The least I have to do is give my best. I believe I did my best." We didn't play enough to tie the game and there was a lack of attitude. A lot was lacking on our part. Shiggs, when you see that quote from a, Li a Liverpool player, he's obviously referring to his teammates. Bro, That's listen. bad. That's bad. Bro, I, was you, I don't know if you was in the space um, that we, I think there was a, uh, a space yesterday that we, there was in and we was talking about, I was talking about the whole team and I was saying like, look, Alisson is the only one that can come off that pitch with his head held, held high. He's the only one He's the only one, like, like none of it. I get it, like, like Elliot and you've been saying, I get it. Obviously, the, the game is lost, but that's the most lifeless, hapless. I, oh. <laughs> I, I'm lost for words. I've never seen, I've never, I've never, I've never seen a Klopp Liverpool team be so energy less. Like, it, it's like it. I, I don't understand it. Like, it, and it and it kind of continued on from Bournemouth. Like, it's just like, what's happened to these guys, man? Like, yes. I, I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, I think though it's the worst thing, isn't it? After again, it goes back to the Bournemouth game. Obviously, any any loss to Bournemouth should be a disappointment, and it will be. But they've probably played the best football before the Bournemouth game and then run of games. And then you come back, you come back to these two games. It's like, well, what was the point in putting a few results together? If you're just going to play like that anyway, what's the, does the consistency, the lack of it is, is alarming to say the least. Absolutely, yeah. mate. And it's like, you know, you'd think that, and again, we fought this so many times this season that the loss to Bournemouth, the loss to Forest, the loss to Leeds, I could go on and on, but you'd think that, they'd be a wake-up call and, you know, they'd actually think, like, hang on a minute, we're literally getting beat by relegation fodder all season long. 
let's actually try and turn it around. And obviously, the United 7-0, I think no one's even talking about that anymore. That's how deflated we are. But, um, in fact, you know, stuff it. Let's talk about that for the rest of the season. No, but um, you know why we're not talking about it? Because I don't want it to be because our, our biggest thing of the season, we beat United 7-0. That's, like, that's not a... No, of course. No, I get it. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, you'd think that eventually, you know... They will wake up, and I've I've been saying all season, like, you know, they will, they'll turn it around. But we're running out of games, we're running out of time, and I'm getting to the point now where I'm thinking I'm gonna have to start talking to my manager about finishing work at five o'clock next season to watch those five forty-five games. <laughs> <laughs> like, so today, well, to catch like, the five twenty-five kickoff, yeah, yeah, mate. The Europa League final next season is in Dublin. I said to Nathan, that's great for me and you, mate. That's just a flight across the the, <laughs> the water. We're, we're at a Europa League final. Okay. Get there. Serious we'll get the credits up. We'll be sound. We'll be there. Serious question. I'm yeah. joking, by the way. I don't want to be. No, yeah, no, 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 But do, do you think we're in, we'll be in the same position next season? What do you mean? In nah, terms we'll be... of how we're playing, in terms of... No? I think that's... Okay. that. I'm, I don't want to give an answer to that because I think that's in the balance for me at the moment. And I think that's probably the worry is is this transfer window is the most important one that we've probably seen on the club. We all said that last mm. season. Well, I say did last summer, sorry. And realistically, Liverpool only signed Nunes because Carvalho and Ramsey have not been first-team players. So, I'm looking back on hindsight... As well. mm-hmm, uh, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but that window was shocking. This one has to be the biggest and... You know, most expensive under under Clough. So if he does get that, which again is also in the balance, but if he does get that, and then you go into next season, you can accept the transitional phase, but you can't accept this transitional phase which is happening right now, where Liverpool are battling the likes of Brentford and Brighton for European spots with the greatest of respects to them. Liverpool have been on 97, 99 points all in the nineties against Manchester City. You can't be you can't have another season fighting sixth and seventh. Absolutely. We're just getting some comments before we move on because there's a few here. Uh, make sure you're smashing the like button and subscribing as well, guys, if you haven't already. But Kadir says, big up, lads. Uh, let me know if I'm pronouncing your name right, by the way. Kadir, Kadir, let me know, mate. Um, uh, big big Beast UFC, uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to the weekend, says, what was even the point of going to play that game? A double pivot of Fabinho on Milner. We'll get on to that. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about that. Uh, when your keeper is calling out bad attitude at the players, it's alarm bells. 100%. And I saw that Bro, I said it. I said it. It's, it's more I, I think, I think, and I'm not sure what you guys feel about a goalkeeper having this role. I think he's captain material. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see if he gets one of the vice captain roles next season. I would take I, mean, I would take it off Van Dyke in a heartbeat. I would take off him in a heartbeat. I would that performance against Bournemouth, bro. I, I still I, I know I keep running <laughs> about it, but it's it's annoying me so much that that oh yeah, no. I would take off him. I would take off him. I would take off him. Rags, and I don't care if you're going if you for yeah, would, you, would you give it Allison? Yeah, yeah, definitely in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, that's I the agree. thing, it's just meant to be loads of captains in this team. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think so this season. Yeah, no, there's that leadership group, isn't there? Um, yeah, there's plenty of national yeah. captains, and you would not, you would not think it at all this season. Absolutely. Kadir says, I know it's not the segment for this, but FSG have to go, man. Already excuses coming out about signings. We are in danger of being left behind. I'm sure we'll get some transfer talk a bit later. And Van Dyke said something about new players coming in after the game. Yeah, I've got that tweet lined up as well. Who cares about new players? Play your um, game, bro. Don't worry about players coming in. Make sure you do your job. (laughs) I'm I'm fuming, man. We'll, we'll get on to Virgil. We'll get on to Virgil. I want to go back to this point here. Um, obviously, we had the very, very poor and sad and heartbreaking news yesterday that Stefan Bacetic is out for the season. Um, obviously, he wasn't in the squad for this game. So, I kind of didn't really see an alternative to this, to be honest. So, I wasn't that mad about it. I didn't. And to be fair to James Milner, when he has come in, he's been one of the better players. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, I see. I want. I I, I want to agree so much. Player. I do. I want to agree so much, but he's the best player because no one else. It's good out. enough. And I, no. and I and I don't. I don't. I don't even want to call the player the best player. Allison was the best player. If you're going to say that, obviously, out of the outfield players, I don't want to say anyone was the best because they're all mediocre. 
and he was no forward thinking. And Milner was safe. And I, I adore James Milner. I think he's been one of the best free signings you'll ever see in the Premier League. But he was playing safe. And it, it was almost like the all way, which, whether they've been told that or not, or whether they were a bit bit worried about another 5-2. I just don't think it's... It's not an inspiring performance. And I don't think it was an inspiring team selection. So, But that's not yeah. a criticism of Milner. It's not a criticism of Milner. Yeah. Of course, it's not his fault. Yeah. No, you should never be starting at 37 years yeah. old at the Bernabeu. Six. Can I ask you that a question? Yeah, you can ask whatever you want, mate. Who, who, who in this squad do you say, okay, yeah, he's playing with, like I'm excited? Like, I've, I've got to the point now, like, I, maybe Nunes. What, so Salah. everyone in general, and you're saying everyone's fit, or just that yeah, like, who, who for you, Thiago, like, ah. he's never fit. When I go to a Liverpool match, I'm go. I'm obviously going to watch the team. But when I see Thiago's playing, I just get so excited. But this like is what I'm saying. For me, it doesn't season. seem to be... I, I don't know. I, it just feels like... Luis Diaz was that guy as well before his injury. Yeah. I think, I, I think the fact you, you're even asking that question says a lot because I think last season you would have said you're excited to see the team. The season, the couple of seasons before you would have been, you're excited to see the team. You could never that's pick what, a stand-up that's, that's player. That's my point, Elliot. That's yeah. my point. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to pick a you've got to pick a player, you've got to pick a player, and that's quite worrying because it should be a team. It was a team, and it was yeah, one of the best. Elliot, teams. Elliot, right there, what you just said. This <laughs> that's my point. That's mm-hmm. my like. It wasn't that you would you were looking forward to see any particular player. You were looking forward to see how well the team played, mm-hmm. because on Definitely. any given Saturday, Mane would turn up, Salah would turn up. Uh, Van Dijk would, would turn up with a header from a corner. Trent would turn up with a worldie. Like it's, it's, but it would, it would be all within a, a, a good team performance. The the team, the lowest rated player would probably get a seven point five, the mm. lowest. Now, four, five, sixes are 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 given out like they're like they're hot, like they're sweets. <laughs> mm, I'm, no, and, and it's like. How I, I don't I get it that we played so many games last last year I get that and then we missed out but we still won something I I like how I, I I'm speechless as to how a team can can get to stop when play every game they could last season and this season be a shadow of themselves I think Do you know what it's part sorry Ben but I, I think sorry, what you just said is is part of the point isn't it they played every game season and that element I do feel sorry for them I know it sounds like quite uh, patronised to call a good professional yeah, no, no, athlete no, yeah. to say you feel sorry for them, but I do. I even I think the best example is Passetic. He's been running to the ground already. Fabinho's been running to the ground. Hens has been running to the ground simply because there's been no addition. So you say they played all the games, which is a fantastic achievement, and they played so well, but it's obviously part of the reason why they haven't been this great this season. So I do feel sorry for them a little bit. Okay. I feel sorry for certain players. Um, there's some that I don't really... I just feel like they've dropped off. But one man I want to talk about, and I think there's going to be a couple of different opinions on this, with myself and Shiggs mainly, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, and I will defend this man to the hills. I don't care what anyone has to say. I will defend him. And I'll tell you why I defend him, but I want to hear from you boys first. Um, obviously, there's been some criticism from Jamie Carragher. Former okay. Let me say this. Legend, but player, um, and Shakes. He said that if Liverpool want to consistently get into the top four, that Trent Alexander-Arnold isn't the man. No, 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 no. He, he didn't say he's not the man, but he said that he needs to be challenged. He need, we need to find another right back so that he doesn't. Because I, well, that's I, obvious. I, We've all said no, that. No, no, but I, I, I agree with him in terms of the fact that. Uh, okay, if Trent doesn't play, who who plays at right back? Exactly. No, no, we've all agreed with that for the whole season, so, even so, last season. So what he's saying is, in terms of, in terms of, of Trent being challenged to realize that he's not going to get a game because Southgate hasn't picked him for England. And he was to be never honest with you, no, no, but, yeah. but then look at, at the same time, bro. You have to be accountable for your own his own performances. Yeah, and but even when Trent was the best right back of in the world by an absolute mile, he wasn't playing for Southgate. So it makes yeah, but even when he play. was, bro, his defending weren't the greatest, bro. There were still holes in his defending. This is what I want to get onto, though, Sheiks. Like when Trent was at his best, and I, I was saying this in, in a chat with a few of our lads that do the admin stuff. When Trent was at his best, Jordan Henderson was at his best. Fabinho was at his best. 
Gomez or Matip or whoever was at that right-hand side centre-back spot were at the best. And I'm not saying that you need to have all these factors to accommodate for a right-back because that's just ridiculous, right? You shouldn't have to have this many factors. But what I am saying is when the whole team goes to, goes to pot and you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold who you're asking to be your creative spark, pretty much the only creative player in that team left now. Um, and then you're, you're moaning at him because he's not getting back, he's not defending, he's getting beaten when he's got no cover. It's just for me, yes, has Trent Alexander-Arnold been poor this season? 100%. He's been rubbish. Like Everybody would agree with that. Do I feel like it's much more than Trent Alexander-Arnold's performances? 100%. There's something wrong with the system because every single time we play against a team that's half decent, they go down that side. And it's not just him. It's the centre-mid. It's the centre-back. They're all guilty of it. Mo Salah hasn't been tracking back as much this season either. So, yeah, I'm 50-50. Trent has been poor. His body language has been questionable in some games. But on the flip side of that, all these morons on, online that are saying that he's going to be Deli Ali 2.0 and he's finished, no, 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 no. player, overhyped. <laughs> it's a load of nonsense because are you telling me that the great fullbacks that we watching out, you know, growing up like Danny Alves, etc., they never had one bad season? No, yeah. no, no, no. I'll tell you, they're going, you can go. I, mean, I feel like... Yeah, I'm... I just alluded to, to the fact you said the system. I think... I mentioned it in the last podcast as well, where it's a bit of an experiment on that right-hand side with Elliot. I think that's been a massive factor for Trent, and I don't think it's worked. And I prayed Elliot to the hills after the Manchester United game, and I, th- I think I'd like to keep that up. I wouldn't want to criticise Elliot, because there's a player there, no doubt. But I don't think that experiment's worked for Trent. And then you get all this criticism, which goes to Trent because of something which isn't his... It's not his doing. We know the role that Trent has in this midfield, uh, in this in this team, and we know the role Henderson has in that midfield. And it was always to track uh, to help Trent, and then you have Elliot, who's meant to be this creative attack and play. You can't have two of them on that side, and you can't have Elliot doing Henderson's role. That hasn't worked, and then Henderson hasn't been at it this season. Which again, I go back to. I feel sorry because that midfield is one midfield where you have to run and run and run, and they've been ran into the ground, so it doesn't help Trent. Going back to Carragher's point, I kind of, it's a bit of a rogue comment, a standalone comment, because the quote with the tweet kind of misleads you a little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he kind of is alluding to the fact that maybe if Liverpool are just challenging for top four and not challenging for titles because of the fact maybe you don't have the ball a lot or they're not dominating games, Trent maybe isn't that man. I still disagree with that, though. Because he has been that man when we were when Liverpool were transitioning into the side who became the top two in the league, Liverpool were going for top four and Trent was definitely that man then. So why can't he be now? We're, we're not just gonna like just because we had one, we're not gonna go back. Well, I hope we're not gonna go back to just battling for top four. Surely, you know, this team's still good enough that if we get what we get and we all know what we need, right? Everyone knows. We're not going to be competing for top four. We're going to be back next season if we get what we need, hundred percent. <laughs> and this is a bit shakes. I'm saying if we get what we need. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, to be honest, if we don't, we'll, we're finished. But if we get what we need, yeah. the centre mids, another forward, maybe for the right hand side, another centre back, we'll be. We fine. need at least. We need at least five players. I'm not even sure we need five, mate. Bro, we need at least five players, in my opinion. Because uh, I'm not even trying to be, I'm not even trying to be funny or anything. Matthew no, is going. Yeah, I, I think I do agree with that number. To be fair, I think I agree with that. Because it's not, it's not just about, it's not just about the, in the midfield. Because obviously, yeah. Ox, Kr, um, I'm, I don't know if Milner's going to go. Um, that's that three midfielder's gone. We need a we need a back another backup um defender because Matip is leaving. Um, who else? I would I would. Is Matip, hang on. Is Matip, is Matip leaving? Yeah, it's quite, I, I, mean, I wouldn't like, be surprised. I wouldn't. I don't think his contract's up, but I think I wouldn't year. be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like, moved. So that's, that's, that's at least yeah. four players, bro. And and uh, and, and that, that's not to talk about how many players because um the midfield needs to get over it over changed, bro. Because we don't have scratch. we don't have no apart from Thiago. We don't have no midfielder that's forward thinking that will want to play a through ball for somebody. I, I don't see it. Oh, and not that they don't want to play, but has the capacity to do it. Nabi, but he's been bombed out, bro. Nah, Nabi's, Nabi's, Nabi's. He's he's his own worst enemy, man. He gets he gets injured by by, by he's available cut by a blade of grass. Like, it's he's not, available. Uh, he's available, but he doesn't. You know, I you know me, Ben. I was his biggest family, Ken. But the guy 
When I saw the guy kick the ground and then get injured, I said, what are we doing? I'll never stop believing in my Nabi lad. It's such a shame, isn't it? such a shame. Wherever he goes, I will be there no matter what. Uh, that's good for you bro but I, I saw the writing on the wall after I saw that I said no nah, I can't nah, you know what yeah no it is just like for me now it's just in terms of like I, I don't know there's just something about Naby that I, I just always loved him and obviously no, I've, I've, admitted, I've, I've conceded it's time for him to move on I said no he's a quality player time. Ben this is the thing he's a quality player, quality player. I, I'm not, I'm not disputing that but for, for, for us for Liverpool we ain't seen that Leipzig player we ain't seen that no. player that can drop a shoulder and consistently play 20, 25 games. We haven't seen it. I think he was coached a little bit to change his role, though. I think that I think we can all accept that for every midfielder that cop signs. But I, I think it's such a shame because he would have. I think he would have been so perfect. But injuries, injuries just kill players, and it, unfortunately, it's done that to him. But so, then, also as well, then can I ask you a question because? This Bicetic guy has got an abductor um, injury, the same kind of injury that Naby K used to get. Like, is there something... Because I'm starting to... The more and more things are breaking down, the more and more I'm questioning the Liverpool team. Why is it that we as, as a team have the most injuries? The most! That, that, <laughs> and, it, and it happens every season. That's not, that can't be a coincidence. It's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Without the, without the information, really, you can't. I hate to speculate on possible, you know, conspiracies I, that I the just, coaching staff aren't good and all stuff like that. But it, it, there's got to be some I'm sort of link. I do agree that it's not good enough. It's not good enough for a team that's meant to be challenging. You have players injured every season for a long time times it's just so maybe it's just a case of like you give everything for three four seasons and then <laughs> with what, what they've given maybe? us it's physically impossible because if you think about it 1819 and 1920 from memory we were actually quite all right with injuries you could pick yeah. the 11 that would play for liverpool week in week out i could do it right <laughs> now it would be allison robertson virgil matip gomez trent Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Henderson, Salah, Firmino, Mane. And that was it. It never changed. Maybe Shakiri would come in. Divock would come in. Um, Milner would come in every now and again. But the team would never change. And now it's like, we we go from game to game and we have no idea what the team's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. go. This is my good friend, Kevin. Now my colleague as well as a good friend. Shiggs, what's longer, Liverpool's <laughs> list of excuses this season or the amount of goals that swipe left on Ben? Wow. Uh, and that's your mate. What kind of mate is that? I, I don't have Tinder. Just, just <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing, Kevin? I, 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 no comment. No comment. No comment. <laughs> Who does Kevin support? United. Oh, you really, you really <laughs> should be asking questions like that, Kevin, bro. You really shouldn't. What's what? Okay, Kevin, I got a question for you. What's longer, our list of our, our list of excuses or the scoreline versus you lot at Amstel? Which one's longer? There you go. Stick that in your blunt and smoke it. <laughs> oh Kev, Kev doesn't do that. Um, not that you're not a good lad if you do that, by the way. That's not what I mean. Um, yeah, moving on swiftly. Um, Ke- um, Kev, I'm calling you Kev now. Shig, you wanted to talk about Fabio Carvalho, and I think I know what you're yes, saying, mate. Bro, listen. What Klopp is doing to this Carvalho guy is not is not the one. I'm sorry. Why are you going to bring this guy on two minutes left against Bournemouth and then do the same thing in in, in Madrid? What? What? Why? This, you shot the guy's confidence, man. Yeah, How old is he? Eight nineteen. What, what? Why? It's really strange, isn't it? Uh, I I know I said I, last, I, I, last I don't time. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that, man. I don't like uh, that. That's, it's, that's it's, unfair. Yeah, it's not great. I, I said I said I didn't want to make too much of a big of a deal the fact he got a couple of against game sport but and then before that there was the whole thing he's not getting on he's not getting on and I think maybe it's a bit clever from Klopp because he's talking about the firing line because he's meant to be this new signing and Liverpool struggling 
But then to bring him on for 10 seconds against Madrid when it's been one of the worst games you'll probably ever watch. Why? It's really strange. And I don't want to, I don't want to say it's blah, 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 but I, I will say it's it's really strange. And I, it's, I'd like to see him be handled differently from now to the end of the season because mm. realistically he should deserve a chance considering how poor Liverpool have been. Exactly, yeah. And for me, Fabio Carvalho, um, well, I think Shig's alluded to it in the last stream. I was I was excited to sign him. You know, we knew we were getting him Definitely. for a long time. It was this saga, like this deal was going on for like a year. I think we had to pay a tribunal. I think it went for a court, all that kind of stuff to get him. Um, pre-season, he did okay. You know, he scores the winner against Newcastle. And it's like, we've got a young lad here who I think could add something to the team. And for whatever reason, and I know we don't want to speculate on this podcast, but... I just feel like something must have happened. That's my only logical explanation. Because yeah, like you said right. earlier, like there's been games where Harvey's been playing on the left. There was a couple of games uh, a few weeks ago. And it's like, why not just put Fabio there? Because he can play there. He has played there. And you're, you're, you'd rather play Harvey Alley out of position yet again than bring this kid in. And he's almost been written off by... And I'm not saying he's fully written off because he's still a young lad. He's still got time on his hands. But... Right now, it just feels like it's over before it's begun. And I don't know if that's, you know, reactionary to say or if that's too dramatic, but that's just how it feels. It feels for me that I wouldn't be surprised if Fabio Carvalho goes on loan next season and then whoever oh, he goes on loan. before Curtis Jones, are you kidding me? I think Curtis Jones will just go full stop. Nah, that's that. Nah, the reason why I think Curtis Jones will stay is because of the homegrown. Yeah, yeah, and I but think they'll uh, give him one more season, which uh, Shakespeare is not <laughs> To be fair, Curtis Jones is another one. I know he's had injury problems, but the midfield get Curtis Jones out of there, bro. Shakes, like, he's not really again this season. How many times have we seen Curtis Jones be given a chance? I don't need to see him, bro. He needs to so be you're happy with Milnison and. Oxley Chamberlain came on against that guy. Actually, that Oxley guy don't. Well. Ox is actually quite alright. Yeah, Ox that little that little skill. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. all I can take from that game. That <laughs> Someone said something. The reason he did he did that was so when he goes into negotiations in summer, you could say he played at the Bernabeu. <laughs> look what I did. Yeah, like um, Nat Phillips with the cross turn at the San Siro. Hey, Nat Aldinho. <laughs> Curtis Jones is stealing a living. Says Eunice. Are you see? I don't think, think? I, nah. I, I think this is where I'll defend Curtis Jones. I think at the right club, there's a player in him. He's just not at the right club. He's never going to be a regular was, starter for this team. He was like, uh, when he was first coming through and first put into the midfield, not into the attacking role, I thought he was really promised there because he was, again, as I, as I said with Kate, said, the kind of coach, aren't they, to be a bit more conservative in the midfield? And it seemed like Jones was doing that quite well. I think injury problems have got him. And I also think that. Like Elliot, he probably is more of an attacker than a midfielder. So it's so I think it's hard. in the academy. Yeah, exactly. The goal mm. against Everton, I know he's maybe lived off that, but he's played on the front three. He's linking up with the Rigi. It's a wonder goal, obviously, but it, it's it's he's so he was fun. And watching him in the youth teams, he was so fun. And then to have that like maybe coached out him was kind of a disappointment, I think. Yeah, so, absolutely. It, it absolutely. seems yeah. like it but, seems like a lot of things are coached out of the Liverpool players. Like it's in terms certainly of, the midfielders. I think the midfielders yeah, they, have, you they get with Wijnaldum when you when he played for us and then when he played for Holland. It's like yeah, oh, it's mental. Mental. Do, you remember, do you remember when Thiago said that before he came to Liverpool he never pressed? He said Jurgen Klopp taught him how to press. Like yeah, that's mad. It's yeah, fantastic, it's... like coaching. But then, if you're taking things which should be by far the biggest positive out of a player out of them, I think then it's where you kind of got to maybe judge what what you're focusing on in, in a player. Elliot, just in, to interject on that one, do you feel like if we bring Jude Bellingham in, and this is a big if at this point, I still think he's coming, by the way. I Kill me. I <laughs> but, again, I'm not, I'm not sure. But, but Elliot, if he did come, do you feel like that that's the same thing that will happen? We'll just kind of turn him into a dog rather than let him flourish in his attacking Areas, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because he's obviously very good in an attacking areas, but I think everyone kind of has this perception that he's maybe a box-to-box player, but his, his strengths are definitely attacking. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that he would be coached to fit our midfield. But then, again, if, if you're coaching him to the fact where he's running like... You know, just running. His main thing is running. like Wijnaldum, maybe. I don't think he'd want him to be like that, but if you kind of use him as an example, 
I don't think it's going to be worth the triple figures you're going to have to pay for him. So they've got to be very careful with that, I think. But obviously it all comes mm. back down to the fact that Liverpool actually do get him or not. Jigs, when I mentioned Bellingham, you didn't seem convinced at this stage. <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to come. I don't well, I'm in the mood. I, I don't think he's going to come. Just because of, 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 of how much work needs to be done to this team. I think that would be I'm, the selling point, though. I think that would be the selling point. Bellingham will be... Bellingham will be the reason Liverpool this get team will be there. built around him, bro. And yeah. this man behind me will hand over that number. It's, 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 it's happening, bro. We're giving the number eight. I, 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 I don't know. I've, I've, I'm sorry, Klopp. I've stopped believing, man. I've stopped because it's just... it. Wait, hang on. What in Klopp? No, no, no. In terms of, in terms of, in terms of, Bellingham. in terms of this, in terms of this season, right, yes, I've, I've stopped. Like, I'm not saying they get, should get rid of him, but. I was saying this before, and I'm players. I don't, Ben. You know that I'm a I'm a big no no big no. Fan. You, you say, but you at the same time, ben. there's so many things wrong at Liverpool at the moment, and it's not just with the team. It's mm-hmm. it's the team, the coaching staff, the medical Director staff, football, all these, everything. all of these yeah. things, bro. When we were flourishing, everything was in place. Perfect. When you don't have those things in place, up things will fall through the cracks, like. like the and 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 in this league, it's the small details that matter, the small ones yeah. that matter. And if you don't have them, it's it's the difference between you playing on a Thursday night and you playing on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I, I, I'm I, I can't I can't explain it any other be- better than that, boy. And it's just like the the Michael Edwards uh, Michael Edwards leaves, and then this other uh, new guy that comes in leaves, and it's like, hold on, why is there a problem here? And then. The, the medical staff there's a problem there. Why is they having problems with the medical staff? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like all these things are culminating in 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 the team not playing well. Like I, I've said it before, Allison is the only one this season, and maybe Allison is the only one that I could say he is he has kept his standard the way he's been for the past four. Five I agree seasons. with that. I agree with that. I'd argue Robertson. Mate, okay. Okay, two out of the whole squad. I know, I know, but I just I think Robson's been good this season. I feel, but that's no, 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 that's and Elliot, you might you're, you you could be right. But what I'm saying is to you, mm-hmm. how has everybody's standards dropped so high when our goalkeeper and our left back have maintained their standards? How, yeah. how, and, and 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 more importantly as well, who has allowed that to happen? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I keep you not, bro. I'm, I'm, I, I keep going back to it because our people are like, oh, why keep going in the back? That, that stopping in the mid, in the area and watching someone cross the ball, that speaks to a louder. Oh, I don't really, I don't really, it, uh, whatever. That's what it speaks to. That's why I'm so annoyed. How yeah, can you? You're the captain, so. bro. Could you imagine? Could yeah. you ever? And I, it pays me to say this. Could you ever imagine Roy Keane? Not running after the ball to st- to block something in the area. Could you imagine that? Or Tony yeah. Adams. I think I, I I understand what you mean. Kind of like it's symbolic of the whole situation, isn't it? Really. Um, I think it's what you alluded to the fact that it, everything seems to be all over the place. That was never the case. Liverpool were five steps ahead of everyone else when they were mm-hmm. they were at the top of the table. So when you've got, as you said, medical staff directors of football leaving, not being in place, it's worrying. Just like the fact Alison's comment on attitude is worrying, and just like the fact us as fans can see the attitude isn't actually there. So it's a culmination of things which make you worry. There'll be a culmination of things which are the reason Liverpool aren't at the, the top of the game, which needs to be ironed out realistically throughout these next, how many games is it? 12 or 13 of football. Very long, hard. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you've got to iron it out in, during that period. Otherwise, Liverpool will be going into next season in the same situation. They'll be Absolutely. hearing this. Oh, we don't Listen. want that. We don't. <laughs> we don't want that, bro. Listen. We don't want that. We don't want that, bro. He's got one trophy to complete the set, bro. <laughs> Two I'm conference league. Get the conference, conference league as well. I'm joking. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to Anfield on a Thursday night, man. Um, bro, at six, at six twenty-five. Oh, <laughs> I get home all right though. I get home a bit yeah. earlier. Um, listen, um, 
Eunice says Ben, and I'm gonna take this one away. I've got the I've got the pitch ready, bro. Uh, try and put yourself in Klopp's shoes. How do you advertise this Liverpool project to Jude? And don't mention the word Gerard. Well, it's simple because I remember I watched um, an interview with Jude about a year ago, and I kid you not, it sounded like this guy was talking about Liverpool. He said. I don't want to go to clubs where it's all about how much money you can get and how much glamour there is and all of these like materialistic things. And it's all about, you know, all of that. I want to go to a club where the people will just adore you and the cities of that club will just adore you. And I was thinking like, this guy's literally indirecting our club, man. Like he, he's literally made for Liverpool. And I, I just feel like it's, it's what Elliot said is bang on. You go to Real Madrid, you, You'll be a good player, you're another guy. but you're not. Yeah, you're, another you're just guy. another guy to add to Camavinga, to Valverde, to Modric if he signs another extension. To so all these like, players, they'll probably sign Mbappe eventually as well. You know, you're just adding to a list of names. If he comes to Liverpool, he could go down as one of the greats. And I'm not saying that's going to happen because he'll have a long, long way to do that. But with the ages out, the trajectory he's going on, you know, he could come to Liverpool for five years and still be only 25. And if he's done five years at Liverpool and, you know, he feels like, okay, he's not done as much as he could have, he's still at the perfect age to, okay, now I can. I'm not saying that we become a, se- a stepping yeah. stone club. That's not what I'm yeah. suggesting at all. Yeah, no, no, I think what you mean, though. I don't know. I get what you mean. I it's, get yeah, you mean. It's, so it, if, if, if Real Madrid is his end goal, like, it's very early on in his career because where does he go from there? Like, if he wants to stay at one club for the rest of his career, that's fine. But I just feel like we would be the perfect move for him. Like Elliot says, he'll come into our team. We'll build the team around him. He's already got mates here. Like, he, he loves Henderson. Like, let's not get that twisted. Um, and if we do sign Bellingham, I truly believe for all the slander and all the criticism that Henderson gets, he would have been a huge part in endorsing this. I truly believe that. Trent as well. Um, I just feel like the only factor that we've all been alluding to in this chat and on this stream is our FSG going to pay the money? That is the only thing. And I, you know what? This might be um, a controversial I opinion. I, I, I think I think they will pay it. Well, to add to that, I did see something whereby, again, I don't know if this is propaganda, but they said that they'd, they'd sorted out investment to give him a, a substantial amount and anything he makes on top of that, he can spend it as well. Now, how far that is true, I, I, we'll see. Because they, they like to, they're, they're the kings of, of spin. Well, yeah, I've been talking about this with Kev a lot at work as well. Um, I, and to be fair, I did agree with him. Um, and I think a lot of fans are in agreement. Caicedo, Nunes, and another sentiment for the same money that you'd spend on Jude would make more sense. Alec, do you agree with that? Maybe, but I think you're too far in with the Bellingham rumours to even suggest that from like Liverpool's perspective. I think it maybe it does make sense, but I don't think it makes sense to have all this build up to have all this almost like briefing to the media. You've <laughs> waited, you've waited, you've waited. You, you've you done the pitch, you've done everything you can. The Bellingham's teasing with every supporter on the planet, even with an Instagram post. It's too far in and it'll be the most embarrassing thing, I think, if Liverpool don't get them. And I think it would be stupid for them to even... You should, should obviously have a plan B, but it's a bit worrying that they didn't have one for too many. <laughs> so, um, but I think I the plan, the plan is like... That as well as Bellingham. So I think the plan maybe is Nunes, Mal and Bellingham. That's what the press may are alluding to. Whether that's what people think is needed, I'm Mal, not too sure myself. I think that's what the three will be. The three which has been linked and was continuing to be linked is Nunes, Bellingham and Mount. I don't agree with that. I think one of them should be a defensive minded midfielder anyway. But it seems almost like Bellingham's oh, like out on his own and then you've got another two anyway. I think that... that I understand what was it Kevin was saying. I think it, people might want to look at that with because Liverpool maybe have restrictions on their money, but if they don't, I don't mm. think that's a viable plan. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, uh, yeah listen, wh- whatever it is, it, they need they have to put their hand in their pocket. We Absolutely. can't go. Into, we can't. Uh, there you go. I was just about to pronounce his name. The guy from uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, uh, Sporting. Sporting. Yeah. yeah, he's quality player as well, but. We can't go into into 2020, 2024 with 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 Fabinho and Milner in the midfield. I'm sorry, it's like, unfair I, on them. It's unfair on that, them at that point. It's yeah, already unfair like, on them oh, now. Well, you know that like when they say they're flogging a dead horse, bro. They're, they're almost like destroying their own legacy. Bro. It's so harsh on them. 
their legacy should be like they're past one of the greatest Liverpool teams and yeah. now they're getting they're getting criticised every week because they're not up to the task, but you should have players ready to come in for them already. That are hungry. Yeah, I absolutely. Players are not hungry, but their legs are not what they used to be, bro. They're yeah. not. And it's, it's, no, it's the, the and if there was ever a bigger point to show that the Madrid game was because at no time did we take over the game and rise and wow, we're really hemming them in. At no point did we do that. So it's, it's, it's I'm sure Klopp knows what he, uh, they're doing stuff behind the scenes, but they need to. You know what I'd like to see? Do you remember like when we we lost against Madrid in the, in the um, first uh, final? Uh, day after Fabinho, bam, yeah. no yeah. long thing. I'd like to, exactly. I do agree that it would be the best thing to probably lift any sort of hopes or spirits at the end of this season. Yeah, and just to, to end the stream, I guess, um, let's talk about the rest of the season then because we've obviously got a break now before we play again. Uh, we're not playing until after the break. It's Man City away at half past four. Um, <laughs> does it get That'll much easier, does it, Elliot? <laughs> no, no I, think, I think we can all confidently... Uh, write that one off because it's for the start of a half 12 game so Liverpool do uh, they don't are, do well are we playing then. in the white kit are we playing in the white kit we've got a chance if it's in the red kit we've got a chance if it's in I that think... white kit I, re- I wouldn't even have watched it <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think there's much confidence but City haven't been great this season we proved that you know what's so frustrating it would, it would be just Liverpool to go there and win Yep. It would be just them to do that. And it's like, what? And then we're back here again, aren't we? Saying the same thing. Yeah, we're back. Yes. (laughs) Uh, This this team, man, I swear. They're they're giving me Brendan Rodgers vibes where it's like, how do we beat this team one week? And then the next week, we're losing to some any relegation team. I think the one positive thing with that is you can mirror it with the team which we're going for top four in Klopp's first two full seasons. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Beating yeah. the big ones, you're going for them big games and then they each stumble. And I think that that's first the season, didn't we beat Man, Man City 4 3 in their own stadium? I, yeah. No, it was at Anfield, wasn't it? I think. And no, was wait, it 4 3 or 4 2? No, I, I know which when, one you're on about. When, I can't remember whether it was Coutinho or Firmino. Oh. oh, sorry, 4 1. Yeah, 4 1. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like they can go against them big teams, and I think it's the nice, the nice way of looking at it in some sort of positive way is that the, these teams maybe mirror each other at the moment. So maybe this Liverpool team next season will be back at it like that Liverpool team was a good few years ago. The next yeah, season, yeah, if you yeah. kind of understand what I'm saying. Yeah, but I think no, it's I kind it. of the positive spin you can put on it, maybe. So maybe Liverpool will turn up the Etihad, but it's always been a tough game for the good Liverpool teams as well, though. So yeah, mm. I could see yeah, us no, getting I... a draw for that game. We'll I could actually see it. Um, I know what game he was on about. It was the one where Coutinho absolutely destroyed them, wasn't it? Ripped them and Firmino yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Play, play like Coutinho anymore. But, I remember um, him doing that, doing that when he was sliding on his knees. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Emery Chan's back heel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the memories. The memories. Um, <laughs> look, we'll see what happens, man. We got. I'll read out the fixtures. We have got Man City away. I'll read out the next three because there's no point looking much further than them. There's not even much point looking much further than the next game. But Man City away at half twelve. Then we've got Chelsea away on the fourth of April midweek. Again, not. I'm not a fan of midweek games, Premier League ones anyway. And then Arsenal at home on the ninth. So Shigs, these next three games, mate. This is make or break stuff. Like if you you had a like a look at our fixtures, and you had to point like a section where it would be like if you get through that, you get top four. This is the that point. Can I, can I make a can I get a, can I make a bold statement? We win them all. No, we get we get seven points out of those three games. I would get seven points. I, 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 I hear him, man. I'm gonna say I, this I, now. I, 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 even though, even though people will laugh, and I've kind of got the team. We beat Arsenal at Anfield. We beat Arsenal at Anfield. Yes, and like Eunice says, let's destroy their title hopes. I'm look. I'm yeah. salty. I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm a horrible person when I want to be here. And if Mikel Arteta finishes this season with the same amount of Premier League titles as Jurgen Klopp, I will be seething. Yeah. yeah nah. Nah. So, I, I, I. We beat Arsenal. We draw at Chelsea. 
Uh, and we beat Man City. Change your opinion two minutes out. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what? You know what it is. Like I said, it's it's because who? It's who, just who, Liverpool. Apart, it's just what we do. Uh, like, yeah, like, we say just, that. But it, what, what, hold on, hold on, Kevin. What did you? What did, did Kevin say seven? What did he put up? Seven Ooh. points. Seven points is a laughing face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's laughing, but you shouldn't be laughing at that number seven, bro. You shouldn't be laughing at that number seven, man. You shouldn't even put that up. You didn't even put that up, but I, I know it's mad. I know it's mad after what I've just said. But what do you guys like? Something, man. What do you guys want to see then? Like, do you want to see changes? Do you like what do we need to do? And but there's no changes you can games? make, bro. I, I, uh, one this thing is I the point. Is I want to see Carl Baggio get more airtime. That's one thing problem, I want right? to see. So you, hang on, you're saying that there's no more changes he can make, but then when he goes with the same thing, he gets criticised. No, I oh, want car value in. I want car value in the team. I want no, car I get value that, in. But the... like when people, when he, he he doesn't change things and he keeps persisting, like you've just said it, and I agree with you. There's nothing much more he can do with what he's got, and I've always said that this season. Yeah, got... I know, but look, for me, play car value. Play car value in the ten. You played gap. That's not going to happen, though, is it? No, but he played gap in the ten. You got. I, to I, so. I, I kind of agree. It. But I want to see not even necessarily Carvalho. I think if he's gonna pick, if Bobby. he wants to change the four three three, change it now. Stick with it, even if it doesn't go well. You've got nothing to lose because if he's gonna change it to the burn about, surely in the back of his mind he's thinking he's changing it anyway. Surely yeah. there's got to be some yeah. sort of consistency there. Also with the fact that Bournemouth, he went with a four at one point in the game as well. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna change it, change it properly. Go with it. And if it doesn't work, then say fair enough. But if you're not, if you if you you going half and half all the time, it's never gonna work. Yeah. Never out. Yeah. Do you guys think this could ever happen? Champ plays in midfield. No. no, no. I agree. I agree. I think it's the stupidest thing. It's not no offense to you in this sport. It's been said <laughs> for years. <laughs> I think Tell it's I think it's one of the stupidest things. People always come up with just because he's one of the most creative players on the planet. Maybe not this season, of course, but I just don't agree with it. I don't think he'd have the legs for it in, in that club system. Not at all. I know that midfield is a battlefield, man. And you gotta have your head in mm-hmm. a swivel. There's a reason why he played right back and Henderson was covering him because it worked. If you're gonna do it, kind of you can't you can't do that with Trent because you're already restricting his creativity if you do that with him. So I don't think it works. Sorry, you you said right mid. I, I maybe I could the four four two that Liverpool done at some stage earlier on the season when Trent was sorry just when someone was playing right midfield I wouldn't be totally against that on the other hand but mm. that's obviously a whole other question yeah well absolutely guys and look we'll see what happens um, we've got a couple of scenes planned for this international break because we do want to keep bringing some podcasts so um, we're going to have something lined up so stay tuned for that guys make sure you subscribe with notifications on so you never miss it and um yeah, I guess we'll see you after this international break, which is ridiculous. God, we need opinion. it. We need this break. We need it, but I think it's ridiculous <laughs> because we just had the World Cup and all of this. Nah, bro, listen, it. take your break. Go lick your wounds. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen, Shigs, you're right? We're going to get players come back in two pieces. Oh, don't say that, man. Don't say that. Jota has literally just come back from injury. I think he's been picked for Portugal. Um, I think it's going to... Can't they just faint injury like they normally do? the players like Trent Alexander-Arnold and all those guys that haven't been picked they should just go on holiday just chill just forget about football for two weeks and just try and get some sort of like refreshness back into the system but guys thank you for watching if you made it to this point please smash the like button subscribe and we'll see you next time take care bye Sports Social Podcast Network